Lecture topic: 21st Ramadan, Night Main. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadhi aladin astafa. Amma baadu faaudu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وابتغوا اليه الوسيله وجاهدوا في سبيله لعلكم تفلحون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الا ان في الجسد لمضغه اذا صلحت صلح الجسد كله واذا فسدت فسد الجسد كله الا وهي القلب او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اوسس فكت علماء الكرام برادرز اند ايلدرز صلى الله عليه وسلم this is purely the grace of allah taala and we should be forever conscious of this this is nobody's achievement it is nobody's own effort it is purely allah taala's fazl his karam his ihsan and like all other bounties of allah taala this also falls into the same principle la in shakartum la azidannakum wala in kafartum inna adabi la shadid wala tala says if you are grateful i will increase my nemats i will increase my bounties and if you are ungrateful then my punishment is severe so every nemat and bounty of allah taala the shukr of that bounty is in a specific manner the bounty of water so the shukr for that water one is to be verbally grateful to express that shukr upon it and therefore when a person eats something drinks something we have been taught to express the shukr of allah tbaraka wa taala but apart from the verbal shukr the shukr for the water is that it be used correctly not be wasted if a person is expressing the verbal shukr but at the same time he is wasting that water he is standing under that shower non stop and allowing that water to just flow away so verbally he is expressing shukr but anybody would say anybody who is observing how this person is using the water is wuzu is letting the water just flow non stop anybody observing how this water is being used will say this person is ungrateful for this nemat of water and especially in the time that we are going through everybody understands what's the value of one drop of water so the gratitude for that water is apart from the verbal shukr which is very necessary is that that water not be wasted it be used correctly and likewise allah taala blesses somebody with the nemat of wealth so the nemat of wealth the gratitude of that is that it be used in a way that allah taala has permitted in a way that allah taala is pleased with 
it is used in a way that a person while he takes care of his needs, his family's needs he is helping others he is spending in the cause of deen this is gratitude for this ni'mat of wealth but he starts using that wealth in haram he starts using that wealth in things that incur the displeasure of Allah Ta'ala then as much as he might be engaging in verbal shukr but this is extremely being extremely ungrateful for this bounty of wealth that Allah Ta'ala has blessed a person with so everything that has been blessed to a person it has a specific manner of shukr one is the verbal shukr and then how it is used so likewise is the ni'mat of time one is time in general whatever moment of life Allah Ta'ala has blessed a person with that is a great favor of Allah Ta'ala now how is that time used it's used in a way that is within the limits of deen what Allah Ta'ala has boundaries Allah has placed or it is being used in a way that incurs the wrath of Allah Ta'ala those moments are being spent in a way that is displeasing to Allah Ta'ala so that moment which was used correctly that is part of being grateful and that moment which was used incorrectly that is being ungrateful for this ni'mat of time ni'mat of time that ni'mat will only be realized when that time starts ticking away when the last moments start ticking and a person realizes now that now my time has come and now I'm on my way out then the reality of this ni'mat of time will come to fall but then it will be too late then there will be no time to make qadr of the ni'mat of time so one is time in general but then like we get some item that is valuable some piece of jewelry for example says, no, this is now but it's nine carat gold so it's fine nine carat gold but then this now has become 18 carat gold and then it went up to 24 carat gold maybe so now gold is gold to us it's gold but now the value has changed and there's a vast difference between that 9 carat and 24 carat gold likewise in many other things likewise is the matter of time every moment of time that Allah Ta'ala has blessed insan with is extremely valuable <laughs> and the value of this will be realized only as mentioned when the last moments start ticking the value of these moments will be realized in the akhirat and not anywhere else also even in Jannat where it is mentioned in the Hadith Sharif that Rasulullah says that in Jannat there will be no regrets Jannat is a place where there is no regrets but insan will have one regret there as well he'll have regret over that moment of time that was spent in dunya without the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala so every moment of time is extremely valuable but there are certain moments of time that are even more valuable like you get that 9 carat gold and there's 24 carat gold also there's 18 carat and then there's 24 carat gold so every moment of time is very precious but now when that time has come in the month of Ramadan then that has gone to another level of 
how valuable it is. And then, in the month of Ramadan come the last 10 days, the last 10 nights, among which one of those nights is Laylatul Qadr. Then what is 24 carat and 240 carat if there could be such a thing? She is way beyond our imagination what is the value of that moment. And then combined to that Allah Ta'ala makes that possible for somebody to be spending that moment in the house of Allah Ta'ala and that too in the in the ibadat of i'tikaf so this is something that we cannot imagine what is the value of every moment this is gone way beyond the 240 carat and 2400 carat dunya can't imagine any such thing so this is the ni'mat that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with currently those of us especially who have been afforded this opportunity of i'tikaf so to always bear in mind every moment and every second that we have in this Mubarak time that how valuable this is this is way beyond the normal value of time and way beyond what we can imagine so now this too is Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat ni'mat upon ni'mat So like every other ni'mat, there has to be shukr for it. So likewise this ni'mat of this time in the house of Allah Ta'ala, in the ibadat of itikaf, in the month of Ramadan, this also, the shukr for this is necessary. Now what is the shukr for this? So the shukr is number one, we engage ourselves in this time, number one, with the right intentions and then in the right manner and we have some goal, some objective which is meant to be had one is to just go through the motions, pass the time but this is too valuable to just pass the time so this is a very very great opportunity Allah Ta'ala has afforded us and this is not by our doing this is purely Allah Ta'ala's grace, His mercy it is His bounty and ni'mat ye qadam uthte nahi uthaye jate hai the feet don't walk on their own, they are made to walk Allah Ta'ala made it walk towards His house so Allah Ta'ala made it walk, this was Allah Ta'ala's bounty and gift. Now how do we receive it? That is now our situation. That's our ball is in our court as they say. So just to briefly discuss some aspects about the etikaf itself. One is as mentioned with the right intention. What is the intention? So there are multiple intentions that can be made for the etikaf and should be made. The first intention obviously is that this is to undertake the very great sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to very, very diligently carry out etikaf. So this is in fulfilling the sunnah, and this should be at the top of the list because it is the ittiba of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that brings all the khair and barakat of every sort this is what brings the closeness of Allah wa ta'ala. then together with this niyat 
is the niyat to be inshallah making islah of ourselves the niyat of islah now how will this islah take place what is going to be the process so generally the process of islah and this is all the time the fundamental process of islah is what is known as ittila and ittiba ittila that the person is regularly communicating whatever his halat are his conditions are to whoever he has taken to guide him to show him the path and in all honesty whatever his issues are he's presenting it and taking the advice and implementing it so the process of islah this is the process everything else helps this process but if this is missing then mashallah a person will get a lot of sawab for the amal he will do but islah islah is something that may not happen but nevertheless together with that one of the things that helps in the islah is by listening to the nasihat and advice that is given from time to time and in all the various avenues which we, which we get the islah the nasihat from whether it is through our the talim that takes place in our masajid whether it is the juma talk whether it is any other nasihat that is being given to us by some of our elders but that which a person is hearing from his own sheikh his murshid if he has the niyat of islah with which he is listening then allah taala will make that a means of islah so if it is just to hear something and often unfortunately this is not the norm but often this is the case in many instances this becomes a situation that the purpose of attending some bayan some gathering some discourse is that how exciting it will be then if that is the intention that unfortunately what the reality of that is that it is attending some talk some bayan for the entertainment of the ears that's what it is that because this will be sounding very nice it'll be very very captivating perhaps maybe maybe not and it might be something that might really I mean make me feel good but if that is what the sum total of it is that this is what the reality is allah taala protect me and all of us but if the niyat is that this must become a means of my islah if this is the niyat of the person speaking this is the niyat of the one listening then the giver is allah alone the giver is allah alone and allah gives on a person's intentions on a person's talab what extent of talab he has the child that is still to be born is going to be born with a talab that it needs to now have milk so before the child is even born because the talab is so strong that milk is already produced in the bosom of the mother and it is on the talab of the child that, that continues when that stops that stops also and it is the talab of the child that gets the milk to it because if the child cries out that's the talab of the child now the mother attends to the child and the child is quiet sleeping quietly nobody bothers everything is everybody is happy everything is quiet so it's all on talab 
And likewise for the extent of talab, talab for what we have come for, talab for the qurb of Allah ta'ala, talab to connect ourselves to Allah ta'ala, talab to cleanse our hearts out of all the evil qualities, talab to fill our hearts with the muhabbat of Allah ta'ala, talab to become the true ummatis of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and to become his true followers, to follow in his Mubarak footsteps very very closely, when all this is the yearning of the heart, we are far away from everything. We are very, very far away from everything. But there's a yearning inside that this is what I want, this is where I want to get to. That to the extent of that salab, Allah Ta'ala provides. So the niyat of Islah, that what inshallah with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala will be heard, will be spoken, that this must become a means of Islah for myself. And very often it is the talab of somebody in the gathering that Allah Ta'ala will put into the heart of the speaker that this should be spoken. Would have never ever crossed his mind also. And he would have never ever imagined even expressing it in that way. But Allah Ta'ala makes it happen in that way based on somebody's talab. So the Islah, the niyat of Islah, likewise the niyat that being in seclusion in the house of Allah Ta'ala has tremendous benefits. Khalwat, which we will discuss just now. So now this is a means of gaining those benefits. This is the intention as well. I need the benefits of this khalwat, this seclusion. And this must become a means of attaining Laylatul Qadr. That too should be an intention. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on one occasion after he made atikaf for the first ten nights and then the second ten nights and then he came out of his tent and said to the sahaba that I made atikaf searching for Laylatul Qadr but I have been told it in the last ten nights. So now this was a, an objective to seek for Laylatul Qadr. So now this atikaf, this must be the niyat as well. That this becomes a means of attaining Laylatul Qadr. And then this is the house of Allah wa ta'ala. This is the place where the angels of Allah ta'ala are thronging all the time. So to be in the company of the angels of Allah ta'ala. And likewise, mashallah, Allah ta'ala has gathered us. There are so many pious servants of Allah ta'ala present. We don't know who's who. We might take somebody for granted, but Allah knows best who's and which. So to have the niyat of being in the company of the pious, that too is a very important niyat. So all these are the niyats and intentions that we should have for why we have come for etikaf. Then we already discussed the aspect of shukr, which we should be making very deeply for this great bounty and ni'mat of Allah Ta'ala. That Allah Ta'ala has afforded us this opportunity. But now, one is the verbal shukr, expressing it verbally is also necessary. But the other very important part of the shukr is now to use this na'mat in the correct way. And this is the na'mat of time, the time of etikaf, every moment. How this can be used in a positive manner, in a constructive way, in a way that brings us closer to Allah wa ta'ala. Then the aspect of etikaf is that etikaf is all about seclusion. This is what etikaf means. Seclusion. Now one is the physical seclusion. 
physically a person has secluded himself from the outside world. So we are among people in the masjid, but we have secluded ourselves from the outside world. So now that is one big step towards seclusion. Because the outside world is full of distractions. And these distractions distract us from our purpose in life. These distractions distract us from what our direction should be. Instead of heading towards Jannah, it distracts us and take us, takes us on the path of Jahannam Allah forbid. So now we've come away from all those distractions and secluded ourselves in the house of Allah Ta'ala. But this physical seclusion is meant to be a stepping stone and a means towards the actual seclusion. And the actual seclusion is the seclusion of the heart and mind. That the heart and mind becomes totally focused towards Allah Ta'ala. How? For our purposes, we become focused in our ibadat. Our salah, our tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, our zikr, our dua, tasbihat, whatever amal we can keep engaging in, putting our entire focus in that. Because that is for Allah Ta'ala. And that is what's going to take us closer to Allah Ta'ala. Allahumma rzuqni hubbak wa hubba may yuhibbuk wa hubba amali yuqarribuni ila hubbik. Ya Allah grant me the love of those a'mal that will bring me closer to you. So it's the a'mal that are the vehicle. The vehicle to get to close. Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala is the amal. So now, immerse ourselves and engross ourselves in the a'mal. But this will not happen if there isn't a timetable. There isn't some target. For example, daily, I must make so much tilawat. My target in the last 10 days is, I must make, for example, somebody now has a target, I must make three khatams. Somebody may be more than that. And the least is at least one khatam. That is the bare minimum. One khatam of the Quran Sharif, somebody's pace is very slow, etc. Allah Ta'ala gave us tawfiq. But that's the bare minimum. But somebody can decide at a quicker pace, clearly, properly, without compromising the tajweed, then much, much more. Now, if there isn't a target, then the time is going to get wild away somewhere. So now there has to be a target. And now if there's a target, now which are the times that I'm going to now dedicate for tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif? And the ideal will be actually to sit down and write it as a timetable. This slot is for tilawat. This slot is for tilawat. Then, together with tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif, which the month of Ramadan is the month of Qur'an, we are in the house of Allah Ta'ala and we have come to now connect ourselves with Allah Tabaraka Wa Ta'ala. The nawafil are a very very great means of gaining this closeness to Allah Ta'ala. In the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif that was recited right at the beginning, Allah Ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu attaqullah O you who believe, adopt taqwa for Allah Tabaraka Wa Ta'ala. Now the month of Ramadan is all about adopting taqwa. And here in this ayat Allah Ta'ala says, what is the prescription now to get there? وَبْتَغُوا إِلَيْهِ الْوَسِيلَةَ وَجَاهِدُوا فِي سَبِيلِهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ وَبْتَغُوا إِلَيْهِ الْوَسِيلَةَ Wasila here means the things, those aspects that bring closeness to Allah Ta'ala. So search for the means of closeness to Allah Ta'ala. 
Allah Ta'ala is saying to us, search for those means of closeness. And what are those means of closeness? The A'mal. Iman, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with, and the A'mal. These are the means of closeness. So now we have been afforded this opportunity in the house of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Now this time has to be occupied with this Ibtigha'ul Wasila. Searching for the means of closeness. This is by occupying ourselves in these A'mal. So now to occupy ourselves, this won't happen without this timetable. So now among the amal that will are a very great wasila and a very great means of gaining this closeness of Allah Ta'ala are the nawafil. So now we should try and fill our slots for all the nawafil. Starting off with tahajjud, at least some rakats of tahajjud. Being the month of Ramadan, we are waking up at that time for sahri and we are in the masjid in the house of Allah Ta'ala. And we have time to still cover up the rest in the morning. So now there should be some rakat of tahajjud daily. And inshallah this becomes a means of continuing after Ramadan as well. Then ishraq, tahajjud, the great virtues of tahajjud inshallah we'll perhaps discuss some later or some other day. Then ishraq, after sunrise, somebody just can't remain awake at that time, then fine, after he wakes up, but that too is a very important nafil salah. The reward of one accepted hajj and umrah is granted to the person for those two rakats of the ishraq. And then after a little later in the day, salatul duha, then later after maghrib salatul awabin. So now to try and fulfill all this. This is to be filled in the slots. Then our daily tasbihat. At least minimum 300 times istighfar, minimum 300 times Duru Sharif, even if it is the short formula of istighfar, short formula of Duru Sharif, but very deeply, consciously, may be spread over the day, can be done all at one time, this is the minimum. And apart from that, other tasbihat, subhanallah, walhamdulillah, wa la ilaha illallah, wallahu akbar, ayata karima, la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimin, intermittently, Whatever tawfiq Allah Ta'ala bless us with as much as we can. But the focus would be on tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif and at least these minimum tasbihat. Then the zikr that is done, apart from the zikr that will be done after the program, normally this time, after this last program of the day. But whatever other zikr we have been prescribed, we try and complete that in the day. So these are some of the amal that we have to now fill the day with. Apart from that, we have some mawais, some talks of our kabir, the transcribed talks of it, translations, etc. Don't read that, by all means we read it. This too should be one of our intentions to gain the knowledge of deen in this time. But the point is that the day should be filled with these amal. And yes, we are weak, we have great limitations. We need to sleep, we need to rest by all means. So the Shaykh al-Hadith, Ma'azakir Asab, every atikaf, he used to give one advice. And that advice used to be, he used to address everybody, Jitna khana ho khalo. How much you want to eat, eat. Because how much can a person eat, eventually there's a limit. And especially in the month of Ramadan, what a person's normal limit to is, that becomes lesser to. The barakat of Ramadan. But you say, jitna khana ho khalo, because that has automatically a limit to it. So jitna sona ho solo. 
How much you want to sleep, sleep. Obviously, oversleeping just creates lethargy. It makes a person very lethargic. And then he feels very lazy the whole day, just can't get himself into anything constructive. But nevertheless, he should say, Jitna Sona or Solo, because a sleeping person is also nevertheless in some advantage that he is not in any sin at that time. That person who is sleeping now is not engaging in any ribad, he is not looking at any haram, he is not engaging in any other evil. So that too is an advantage that he is sleeping, he is not engaged in something wrong. So he says, Jitna Khana or Khalo, Jitna Sona or Solo, how much you want to eat, eat, how much you want to sleep, sleep. Lekin bolo mat. But keep the tongue tied. Now this is the etika, the challenge of etika. This is not meant that there is some kind of ibadat of silence. There is no ibadat of silence. And it doesn't mean that a person is not going to utter a single word. But just the general discussions and idle talk and now every now and again there is some gathering over some tea and over some whatever else and the discussion doesn't finish off and late at night and early in the morning and during the day and now we are getting to know each other and where you are from and what you do and how many children you have and how many grandchildren you have and sometimes somebody will know how many wives you have <laughs> we haven't come here for all that we haven't come here to now get to know each other's detailed background we have come to recognize Allah Ta'ala and that too should be our intention of etikaf to gain the ma'rifat of Allah Ta'ala we have come to recognize Allah Ta'ala now we are going to get involved in trying to understand each other's details and get into that is not this is not the place and time for it and we should not get into any such conversations at all we don't have to get to know about anybody else here we dedicate our time to getting to recognize our Rabb, recognize Allah Ta'ala. So if this time is spent in this manner, inshallah, it will become very, very fruitful and the benefit of this ihtikaf will carry far after the month of Ramadan as well. But otherwise, if this ni'mat is not used correctly, then this becomes ingratitude. Allah Ta'ala protect us, Allah save us. Allah Ta'ala has warned, لَإِن كَفَرْتُمْ إِنَّ عَذَابِي لَشَدِيدٌ that if you are ungrateful for my na'mad, then my punishment is severe. Allah Ta'ala protect us from his punishment. So this is the other very important aspect that this we have come for is, we have come for this seclusion, but the seclusion is not just the bodily seclusion, not just the physical seclusion. We have to now start secluding our hearts and leave out all the thoughts of outside, outside. Concerns will come, we are insan, some concern about this, that and the other will come. When the concern comes, turn it to dua and then move on. Turn that concern for that moment for, towards dua, ask Allah Ta'ala's help. Ya Allah, you ease this difficulty, Ya Allah, you remove this problem, Ya Allah, you grant that need. Whatever the situation might be, engage the heart in dua for that few moments, for that minute or two minutes and then move on. Just simply sitting and thinking about it is not going to change anything. And it's not going to help anything. Dua is going to help. So engage in dua, but then now we bring our heart and mind back where we should be. So engage the heart in dua for that moment, and then bring the heart to back where I should be. I have come here to recognize Allah Ta'ala. I have come here to connect myself with Allah Ta'ala. So this is what we have to now engage ourselves in. So this seclusion. Then together with the seclusion, 
one other very important aspect is adab we are in the house of Allah wa ta'ala. so the adab of the house of Allah ta'ala. after one day, two days we start becoming a little bit lax we start becoming casual and then we start compromising the sanctity of the masjid which is a very serious matter so in the house of Allah ta'ala, to start off with there should be never raising of any voices and many many low voices also become a very high pitched tone then so we should be keeping our voices very low so in the house of Allah Ta'ala this is a very important part of the adab of the house of Allah Ta'ala that we keep the voices very low then no worldly talk of any nature in the house of Allah Ta'ala this business matter that work, nothing of the worldly talk should take place in the masjid this is against the sanctity of the masjid and then keeping in mind the cleanliness of the masjid not bringing in any odor into the masjid all these are the adab of the masjid that we should bear in mind all the time so this is also an extremely important aspect again after a day, two days these things start suddenly becoming casual we have to remind one another in a nice way in a very gentle manner in a nice way that we have come here to be in the house of Allah Ta'ala one very important aspect is the adab of the house of Allah Ta'ala so this seclusion seclusion we avoid interaction with others much just keep that to a bare minimum somebody we have as a sati whatever, whatever but we avoid interaction socializing and the adab adab of the masjid adab of the Quran Sharif mashallah we have this time now ample time to be engaging in tilawat but to be sitting with adab and to be handling the Quran Sharif with adab and likewise all the other aspects of respect all this is part of what Atikaf is all about so these are the things if we bear in mind and if we inshallah implement these things then this will become a time that will become very fruitful for us and there will be tremendous benefit and inshallah when we leave we will find a very great difference in our hearts it all depends on what we have come to try and achieve Atikaf, Atikaf is not about bayans Atikaf has got nothing to do with bayan in principle. Primarily, Atikaf and bayan is not something that's linked or related in any way. But being together at the same time, this is an opportunity to discuss. And since we have many weaknesses, limitations, <coughs> so this discussing the lessons of our elders, our kabirin, and discussing the advices that has come all the way from Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the Sahaba Kiram, the Awliya of the Ummah, this boosts us. It helps us to keep the focus and direction. So therefore, this is now part of the whole program. But primarily, this is not etikaf, meaning part of the etikaf itself. This is something to try and make the etikaf etikaf. This is to try and make the etikaf fruitful. So the main thing is to focus that what we have come for, we have come to now seclude our hearts and minds with Allah Ta'ala and to connect ourselves to Allah wa Ta'ala, to rid our hearts out of all the things that are the distractions and to now just highlight the one aspect that we've cut ourselves out from all the distractions outside but if we've brought the distractions with us inside then it will defeat the whole purpose. And in this time and age, that distraction is all combined in that one so-called smartphone. Now, one is somebody is just keeping in touch just to 
No, everything is fine at home. That's not impermissible. So once in a day, kept it off. Once in a day, just call just to find out everything is fine. If there's something to just sort out, made the arrangements and it's done. So a minute, two minutes, few minutes, that's done. And thereafter, we should try and keep that phone completely switched off. Because if it's not switched off, we'll keep checking. And this will waste the time of Ramadan, the time of Atikaf, the time of this last 10 days. Allah forbid, good part of Laylatul Qadr will go in it too. So, the ideal is just keep it switched off completely. For that few minutes that out of necessity, you need to just check on something or sort something out. Well and good, but other than that, keep it completely switched off. Because we've come to now connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. If we remain connected with all these things outside, via this smartphone, then how are we going to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala? So inshallah, if we take the step and keep ourselves safe from this, then this will become a very great help forward. Allah Ta'ala bless me and all of us with the tawfiq of appreciating and valuing every moment of this Mubarak time. And Allah Ta'ala bless us with all the benefits of etikaf. Make this etikaf a means of our complete reformation. Make it a means of gaining his marifat. Make it a means of gaining his special closeness. And make it a means of becoming his true and obedient and loyal servants. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانَا عَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Recite Guru Sharif. Zikr of La ilaha illallah when reciting La Ilaha bring to mind that all the ghayrullah, all the things that are obstacles in our hearts all the evils, all the vices, all the illicit things whatever has become a barrier between us and Allah Ta'ala all this has been taken and thrown out like dirt and filth has come out and illallah is nur that is settling in the heart which is enlightening the heart this La ilaha illallah, Nabi Islam says, La ilaha illallah, laysa laha hijabun doon Allah. There is no barrier between La ilaha illallah and Allah Ta'ala. This goes directly to the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. So, with this in mind, that this is removing the ghayrullah from our hearts, and it's filling our hearts with the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, with the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, with the ma'rifat of Allah Ta'ala, with this in mind, and the heart is getting enlightened with this, inshallah this will enhance the effect of the zikr. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلمنا إمن أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جز الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهل لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله لا إله Allah, <laughs> 
يا ربي صلي وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اسم والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اسم والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اسم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هم الا فرجته ولا هم الا فرجته ولا هم الا فرجته ولا حاجه هي لك رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل اخرتنا خيرا من الاولى اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وامتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب الينا الايمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره الينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وكره الينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان واجعلنا من الراشدين ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد اذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمه انك انت الوهاب ربنا انك جامع الناس اليوم لا ريب فيه ان الله لا يخلف الميعاد اللهم طهر قلوبنا من النفاق واعمالنا من الرياء والسنتنا من الكذب واعيننا من الخيانه فانك تعلم خائنه الاعين وما تخفي الصدور اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها اللهم ات نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها وزكها انت خير من زكاها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت اله العالمين يا الله ومصمصف المصغريشس مصكاه مصلي الله اله العالمين يا الله it is only your grace يا الله only your favor يا الله only your blessing يا الله it is your fazl يا الله your karam يا الله your ihsan يا الله يا الله deserving and worthy people like us يا الله you allow us to come into your house يا الله Ya Allah, we won't allow anybody dirty to come into our homes, Ya Allah. <laughs> But despite all our faults, Ya Allah, you allowed us to come into your home, Ya Allah. 
Alla you yalla forgive us yalla Alla cleanse us from all the dirt and filth in our hearts yalla Yalla Allah we yalla you cleanse us from every evil and vice yalla Alla cleanse us from the filth of all the sins we have committed yalla Yalla Allah we yalla grant us complete maghfirat yalla Yalla Allah we forgive all our major and minor sins yalla whatever we've done deliberately or mistakenly yalla knowingly and unknowingly yalla in the dead of night in the light of day yalla Yalla Allah we out of your grace and mercy forgive us yalla Yalla Allah we yalla Yalla you forgive our families yalla forgive our friends and relatives yalla forgive the entire ummah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam yalla show your maghfirat to the ummah yalla show your maghfirat to the ummah yalla show your rahmat to the ummah yalla illa ulalamin yalla grant us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat yalla save us and the entire ummah from such amal that bring down azab yalla yalla it is our actions yalla that have brought upon calamities upon us yalla Allah we make it tawbah in this moment of your Allah Allah in your house Allah Allah in this mubarak time Allah Ilahu alamin Allah you allowed us to raise our hands to you Allah Allah we are making tawbah Allah Allah we sincerely repenting from all the sins we have committed Allah Allah we deeply regret what we have done Allah Ilahu alamin Allah Allah you forgive us Allah Forgive us ya Allah accept our tawbah ya Allah Allah we are resolving not to go back to these sins ya Allah Allah you accept our tawbah ya Allah keep us firm and steadfast on this tawbah ya Allah Allah we make tawbah on behalf of ourselves ya Allah our families ya Allah the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah you forgive us and forgive the entire ummah ya Allah show down your rahmat ya Allah show down your barakat and blessings ya Allah Allah focus our hearts towards you ya Allah fill our hearts with your ma'rifat ya Allah fill our اسمك يا معرفتي الله اللهم نور قلوبنا بنور معرفتك ابدا يا الله يا الله يا الله الله لا لا بيدي الله ويبركك ده اول الدنيا يا الله ويبركك ده اول فيوتايل ثينجز يا الله الله لا لا بيدي الله بس وي فيل تو ريكوجنايز يو يا الله Allah who's feeding us every moment, Ya Allah. Who's allowing us to breathe every breath of oxygen, Ya Allah. Who's allowing us to move at every step, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alameen, you alone are the one who's doing everything for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but we forgot you, Ya Allah. We remembered everything else, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, how disloyal we are, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alameen, make us truly remember you, Ya Allah. Make us truly remember you, Ya Allah. Allahumma la tu'minna makrak. اللهم لا تؤمنا مكرك ولا تنسنا ذكرك ولا تنسنا ذكرك ولا تهتك عنا سترك ولا تهتك عنا سترك ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين اللهم لا تجعلنا من الغافلين اللهم لا تجعلنا من الغافلين اللهم اجعلنا من الذاكرين الله كثيرا والذاكرات اللهم اجعلنا من المحسنين اللهم اجعلنا من المتقين اللهم اجعلنا من المخبتين اللهم اجعلنا من الذين لا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون الله العالمين يا الله لا تزي فرمي جوري ميمبرنس يا الله الا سيف اسم غفلت يا الله سيف اسم غفلت يا الله ريموف اسم ذا غفلت ذات وي اهل يا الله الله العالمين فلو هات وذ يور محبه يا الله فلو هات وذ يور لاف يا الله فلو هات وذ لاف اوف رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فلو هات وذ لاف اوف دين يا الله وذ لاف اوف ذا اعمال اوف دين يا الله وذ لاف اوف ذا ايفورتس اوف دين يا الله الله العالمين اكسبت اس ان اور بروجيني تو القيامه وذ ايفورتس اوف دين يا الله وذ اخلاص وعافيه قبول يا الله الله العالمين يا الله سيف اس اول ذا فتنه والفساد يا الله 
save us and our families and the entire ummah from all the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin in every step, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the tests of nafs and shaitan are there, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the enemies of deen and iman are there, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, they are trying to snatch away our iman, Ya Allah. Trying to snatch away our deen, Ya Allah. Ilahu l'alamin, only with your protection can we be saved, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you protect us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect the iman and amal of every Muslim, Ya Allah. Protect the iman and amal of every believer, Ya Allah. Protect the life, wealth and honor of every believer, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat on sirat mustaqeem, Ya Allah. Grant us istiqamat on sirat mustaqeem, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from all the deviations, Ya Allah. Save us from all the isms, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you keep haya alive in the ummah, Ya Allah. Bring haya alive in the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, haya is being totally destroyed, Ya Allah. Haya is being cut into pieces and bits, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you enable us to, Ya Allah, keep up haya in our lives, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in our families' lives, Ya Allah. In the entire ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us all the sifat of iman, Ya Allah. All the noble qualities of iman, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with tawazu, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with tawakkul, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with inabat and ruju, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, cleanse us from pride, Ya Allah. From jealousy, Ya Allah. From malice, Ya Allah. From all the evils of the heart, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make our complete islah with afiyat, Ya Allah. Make our complete islah with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you alone are the one who purifies, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you are the one who makes the islah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you grant us complete islah from all the evils and vices, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you fill our hearts with all the noble qualities, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us steadfast on all our five times daily salah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform such a salah with which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, enable us to recite the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Day and night, keep us engaged in the recitation of Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, keep us forever in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Let us communicate with you all the time in dua, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you save us from all the distractions, Ya Allah. Nafs and shaitan are there to distract us all the time, Ya Allah. Only with your protection can we be saved, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you afforded us this great opportunity of ahtikaf, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, make it easy, Ya Allah. Enable us to conduct ourselves in the way you are pleased, Ya Allah. Enable us to value every moment, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from disrespecting the masjid in any way, Ya Allah. Enable, ya Allah, save us from disregarding this great ni'mat, Ya Allah. Save us from misusing this ni'mat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, save us from all the distractions, Ya Allah. Keep us focused towards what we have come for, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us the objective, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've come for you, Ya Allah. <laughs> Ya Allah, we've come to become yours, Ya Allah. We've come that you become ours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, don't turn us empty-handed, Ya Allah. Allahumma la taruddana khaibin. Allahumma la taruddana khasirin. Ya Raja al-Mu'mineen, la taqta'a raja'ala. Ya Raja al-Mu'mineen, la taqta'a raja'ala. Ya Allah, we've come to get connected to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've come to gain your marifat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, only you are the one that can grant it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you fill our hearts with your marifat, Ya Allah. Bless us with your marifat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, bless us with your marifat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. Make us yours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us yours, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, for too long we have been the slaves of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. We followed every woman fancy of shaitan, Ya Allah. And of our nafs, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whereas Rahman was granting us everything, Ya Allah. And we followed shaitan, ya Allah. 
Allah how shameless we were, Allah. Allah, would you grant us a tawfiq, Ya Allah? Ya Allah, you make us your true slaves, Ya Allah. Allah, you become ours and make us yours, Ya Allah. Allah, make us follow everything that you want us to do, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from following in the footsteps of shaitan, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from following in the traps of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, keep us forever in your obedience, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, this Mubarak month of Ramadan, Ya Allah. Allah, much time we wild away, Ya Allah. We did not use it correctly, Ya Allah. Allah, out of your grace and mercy, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Enable us to use the rest of the time correctly, Ya Allah. Allah, bless us with Laylatul Qadr, Ya Allah. Bless us with Laylatul Qadr, Ya Allah. Bless us with the virtues and blessings of Laylatul Qadr, Ya Allah. Allah, do not make us among those who are deprived, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. You grant us every khair and barakat, Ya Allah. Save us from every facade, Ya Allah. Save us from every hardship and difficulty, Ya Allah. Allah, don't put us through trials and tests, Ya Allah. Allah, we are incapable of going through trials and tests, Ya Allah. We are too weak, Ya Allah. Allah, without trials and tests, Ya Allah, grant us afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant us afiyat in our deen, Ya Allah. Grant us afiyat in our dunya, Ya Allah. Allah, without testing us, Ya Allah, take us to you, Ya Allah. Allah, take us to Jannatul Firdaus, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them complete shifa and afiyat, Ya Allah. Remove every taste of their ailments, Ya Allah. Allah, those in any kind of difficulty and hardship, remove with the afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's rizq, Ya Allah. Grant abundant halal and tayyib rizq, Ya Allah. Filled with barakat, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and grain of haram and doubtful things, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Those in any kind of difficulty and hardship, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, those in any, diffi- any depression, anxiety, worries and tension, Allah, you remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with sukoon, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with itminan, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Allah, unite the hearts of spouses, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of parents and children, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of brothers and sisters, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of families, Ya Allah. Unite the hearts of communities, Ya Allah, unite the hearts of the Ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ilahul Alameen Ya Allah Allah you fill the hearts with Muhammad Ya Allah fill the hearts with Muhammad Ya Allah fill the hearts with Muhammad Ya Allah Ilahul Alameen Ya Allah Allah in this Mubarak time Ya Allah all that we have asked for Ya Allah grant it to us Ya Allah what we should have been asking for and did not ask Ya Allah without asking grant it to us Ya Allah and all those who asked us to make dua for them all who have raised their hands to this dua Ilahul Alameen you are the know of each one's heart Ya Allah you know each one's cry, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, fulfill each one's dies needs, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Grant barakat in each one's life, health and wealth, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. You grant barakat in every aspect, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you keep each one mustaqim on sirat mustaqim, Ya Allah. Keep each one with istiqamat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, our greatest need is, Ya Allah, that you become ours and we become yours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever great Ya Allah, whatever good Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and all the Anbiya Ali Musalatu Salam and all your pious servants have asked for, Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good, Ya Allah. Whatever they sought refuge from, Ya Allah, you protect us as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaq ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحابه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين. إن شاء الله the odd nights will be having a late night program so this will be at half past three be zikr dua little bit of advice so إن شاء الله tomorrow morning beginning tonight half past three in the morning will be the next program الله تعالى يوفقك
one very important announcement and something for us to take note of uh mashallah we make intention to wake up early so mashallah we set our alarms number one musical alarm should never ever be on our any device at all musical alarms are not permissible is haram and especially bringing that into the masjid in the house of allah taala then that is just a very much more serious matter so one is that there should never ever be any musical tone ring tone any alarm then even the alarm that we are setting for our own purposes to wake us up that alarm should be set to wake us up not to wake everybody else up so please set it in a way that it doesn't disturb others somebody might have been engaging in ibadat for a longer time and he wants to have a bit of more rest while we were to wake up at that time now we are disturbing somebody else's sleep that is wrong so we don't disturb anybody else so we set the alarm in a way that will wake us up only and then we switch it off immediately allah taala give us tawfiq